Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and today we're going to just dive right in and chat about uh, a couple of relevant topics of the day, I think, uh, very interesting topics. And of course, uh, we get to talk about politics, we get to talk about uh, different uh, local current events, and of course, my favorite business. So let's just jump right in. Uh, just feel free to go ahead and uh, join the chat so you can put your comments in. Uh, you want to chime in on what we're talking about today. You have some input you'd like to share. Go ahead and do that and I'll post it up on the board where uh, folks can see and uh, definitely uh, would enjoy your input. Of course, uh, we also post these. Big shout out to all of the YouTubers and Facebookers and Twitchites and uh, all the other places that we post. So, you know, if you don't catch it today, go ahead and catch it when you can and enjoy uh, the broadcast. Uh, now, participation is always, always appreciated when it comes to the broadcast. And, you know, these are these are relevant topics. If there's something that you'd like to talk about, uh, go ahead and drop us a line and put it in the chat. And I'll go ahead and take a look at that for a uh, time coming up soon. We have a couple of guests that uh, will be coming up in the next week or two. And uh, this is just an opportunity, too, for us to kind of dive into some ideas and some current events that I've been wanting to talk about. So we're going to talk about today, we're going to chat about, of course, business, uh, small business. Now, one thing about small businesses, um, it is the backbone of the American economy. Yeah. You know, we always hear about the big, huge uh, um, uh corporate companies, the Fortune 100s and Fortune 500s, and those are cool, right? But when it comes to business in America, uh, those that are taxpayers and uh, contributors to the local economies, uh, it's really about small business. So we're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to share uh, small business information about one of our guests that had joined some months back. Now, I don't know. The weather here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area, there was, uh, the lights were out last weekend. Trees were blown. Uh, some of the beautiful trees that I see when I walk, I have a, a spot where I like to walk. I saw one of the trees just split right in half and some of it is still standing and it's still green, but then you can see the inside of the tree. So if you're uh, needing some tree service, stay tuned here. And we're going to share with you about who you can call for your tree service needs. Uh, now, Juneteenth, big, big announcement today, just a few hours ago uh, on the Livewire, the national news about Juneteenth. And we're going to cover that. And then the Green Line Initiative. What is that? And then we get to, to also take a look at our Kwanzaa, huh? Kwanzaa. And we'll look at a couple of the other, a couple of the other key points of Kwanzaa. There are seven, seven principles of Kwanzaa, and we've already talked about the three. So if you aren't uh, familiar with Kwanzaa, of course, it's out there to Google. And our discussion about three of the Kwanzaa, the first three, are out there on last last week's broadcast. So you can go check that out. And now we're going to talk about the next two, or at least the next one. We'll, we'll see if we can get to at least the next one, but we'll have the next two to discuss if we'd like to do that. So small business, small business. Oh my goodness. Small business, the backbone of the economy, the national economy, the backbone of local communities here in America 
it is just the place uh, it is what we what we use what it is that that runs our economy the small business matters and this company here we talked and shared with this company a few weeks ago, actually a few months ago, the tree service in Lee Summit, Monster Tree Service in Lee Summit. Uh, and here, this is Monster Tree Service in Lee Summit. And we had a chance to talk with Cameron and Mia Kelly. And they are owners of this Monster Tree Service. Hmm? So if you're needing to have some work done in your yard, uh, trees, uh, the tree branches are littering your yard, your tree now needs service because now the branches are laying on the ground, uh, whatever you're needing to do with your tree. And maybe your trees are okay. They, they weathered the storm from last week. Well, even still, trees do need to be serviced. So give them a call. This is Monster Tree of Lee Summit, and their number is 816-542-3338. That's 816-542-3338. And of course, they'll give you a free estimate. You can get a free estimate. Now, that uh, if you want to know a little bit more about them before you give them a call, we did a broadcast with them and I'm going to share that. So you'll, you can go out to the YouTube and check it out. It's out here on YouTube and let me go grab that. And let's see, that was from December. So December the 16th, uh, that's when we did this broadcast and it's out there. So the obstruction to justice program from December the 16th uh, does feature the uh, monster tree service of Lee summit. And it, we get a chance, we dig right in, we dive into all of the, the issues of, of trees or most of them, you know, the concerns about trees and what you should look for. So if you're wanting some information before you give them a call, Go ahead and check it out. The uh, the broadcast, Obstruction of Justice broadcast. And we're out there at the, well, there's Obstruction of Justice on the Union Rog Hill Films channel. And, uh, of course, ASBNC Training and Consulting. We also have a link out there for them, out there for the Obstruction of Justice broadcast out there. So go check them out, you know, if you need more information. But definitely, or just give them a call. <laughs> You can definitely just do that. And free estimate, what? You, you just can't, you can't beat that. Free estimate and uh, get your tree serviced. And that would be great if you're needing that service. Okay. Um, now, what, what I found to be super interesting is today uh, we, I found information about Juneteenth and how, well, let me just go ahead and share and we'll just kind of talk through it and how Juneteenth is scheduled to be voted on so that it will be a, a national holiday. Yeah. So let me go first. I want to share, let's share the, who the person was that, that just knocked on the doors, petitioned, uh, led the marches, used her voice. And there's an article out on ABC Channel 7 here, and it is uh, Our America, Meet Opal Lee, the grandmother of Juneteenth. So there is a great clip out there where a newsreel where it shares uh, Opal Lee, 95, is confident that Juneteenth will finally become a national holiday across the country this year. So this is out of Houston. The ABC affiliate out of Houston wrote this article on their site, abc7.com. And it says, Opal Lee may not may not be walking a mile in her ancestor's shoes, but she's taking several major strides 
in continuing their mission. The 95, 94-year-old is confident that this year, Juneteenth, will finally become a national holiday across the country. So that is that uh, newsreel is out there. And Juneteenth, I'm going to share another site here where it explains what Juneteenth is. Now, Juneteenth, just an overview of of Juneteenth. Of course, it is a holiday in the African-American community where uh, it, it is the celebratory we celebrate the freedom of the slaves. And this is what the, um, the holiday in the African-American community is about. Now, uh, I do want to share, now this is an interesting take on it as far as it being a national holiday because they voted several times on it as far as whether or not, and we're talking about the congressional the leaders in uh, in our government voted several times as far as whether or not Juneteenth should be a national holiday or would it, you know, for it to be a national holiday. So let me go out and I'm going to grab this from CNN. It says that, uh, now this is uh, an article, a CNN article uh, by... Ted Barrett and a couple of other CNN reporters, and it was updated today. So this is breaking news in that uh, it gives a great overview of what Juneteenth is about. And I think I'm going to go and try it. I'm going to try to play this and see what we get from it. Okay, it's also known as Emancipation Day. It occurs on June 19th, this holiday. It commemorates the day Union troops in Galveston, Texas, told slaves of their freedom. The message came more than two years after President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. And uh, about nearly four million uh, slaves were free during that time. Uh, Now... Here is the plaque for Juneteenth, and all but uh, four states now celebrate Juneteenth. And Juneteenth is not a federal holiday in the United States yet, okay, but it's coming to that. And we've agreed to a resolution and may consider the celebration of the country's, uh, of this country's Juneteenth celebration coming up. All right. Embrace our history to learn of our past. Sadie Roberts Joseph shares. Oh, look at that quilt. Black Independence Day, Juneteenth. All right. So that is what Juneteenth is all about. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, for it to go right now it passed one now it needs to go to the the house the congressional house so with that uh let's look at the united states congressional delegates from missouri i'm gonna look at that and we're gonna share that now here and why why check it out check it out because let me go ahead and share this these are the people that you vote in. We vote these people in to office. And these are people that the, um, you know, they're representing your local areas and your areas. So they should vote in what is uh, of interest. Right. So, of course, uh, Wikipedia is out here now that I you know, checked on some Wikipedia. I check and double check before I use Wikipedia because people can go out and update or whatever with information. But it is um, it does share this information as far as the U.S. House of Representatives. Now, the uh, district, the first district, which is in St. Louis, 
Shout out to St. Louis. How's the skating coming out in St. Louis? Hmm? Skaters, skaters, skaters. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get rid of that phone. Okay, so the skaters uh, in St. Louis hope that your rinks are open and you're uh, hanging in there when it comes to uh, what we need to do for COVID and making sure everyone's safe. But Corey Bush is the first, uh, she's a Democrat in St. Louis. So these are the people that are going to be voting for the, uh, for the Juneteenth for it to be a national holiday. Ann Wagner is a Republican. She's in Baldwin. And Blaine Lutmeyer is a Republican. He's in Jefferson City. Uh, Victor Vicki Herslinger, she's a Republican in Columbia. And Emmanuel Cleaver, he's a Democrat here in Kansas City. And Samuel Graves is a Republican in Tarkio. And William Long is a Republican in Springfield. And Jason uh, Smith is a Republican in Salem. Okay, so these are the people that are representatives uh, in the state of Missouri, and they're going to be voting. So now it comes to the vote to it comes to the House of Representatives to vote on that the whether or not to make Juneteenth a national holiday. Okay, now uh, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I I do. I think that it's another opportunity for for this country to uh, have the the thought and the process of of growing together and reconciling and bringing unity to this country it would allow for the forethought to be there so a day we have Martin Luther King Day which is a national holiday and on that day it does unify us unify uh, the United States, you know, those of us, even before it was a national holiday, I would take, take that day off and, and, uh, just commemorate and think about what, uh, that day means to the heritage, my heritage. I'm an African-American person. Uh, but you know, I would continue on with that. And, and here now that it's a national holiday, I think it's great because then the whole country is made aware of the the standards and the struggle that the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stood for. And it doesn't get cast aside. I think a lot of what we deal with in this country is that there's always some other level of importance until someone gets killed, the police brutality continues, the oppression continues, whether it's financial oppression, you know, through redlining and other forms of oppression. Uh, now, I did pick up this book called The Black Tax, okay, and I'm working on it. I'm reading that, The Black Tax, The Cost of Being Black in America. So it's by Dr., excuse me, Sean D. Rochester. And, you know, the the what we're seeing in the book is that it shows the different, the different um, forms of, of hindrances and, and racism and, and differences in the communities and in our country. So in the oppression. So it shows that and it, and it, it um, gives a, an insight on what, uh, what's happening. And I'm hoping to to see some solutions, right? Because that's kind of what we're all about too here on obstruction of justice. We know the problems, but what about the solutions? And I think that would just be a great, a great opportunity for when the Juneteenth becomes a national holiday. And they did announce it today that it passed uh, one form of government. Now it has to go to the to the house and uh, looking forward to when it does, then it will give Americans another day to come together to commemorate and remind ourselves of how far we've come, but then work on and be aware of how far we need to go 
because there's still disparities in what we are experiencing as Americans living in the same country and who are required to do the same things, right? We, we all have to work. We all have to uh, do what we can for our families. And these are just things that we do. We pay taxes. That's something else that we do as Americans in common. So, you know, that's kind of what we're looking to do. I'm looking forward to it happening so that it does, uh, so that it does bring the thought to the forefront of what's going on in the country, in this country. And it keeps us aware. So we don't just lose sight of what's happening and think that tomorrow is going to be a better day when we've done nothing today to make it better. <laughs> you know, tomorrows are better when you uh, make it better. So work on it the day that you're working on. Uh, today I'm going to work on it, but you know, today what I do today, it, it's what makes a better tomorrow. So big shout out to Miss Opal Lee, the grandmother of Juneteenth, for her persistence and the teams and people around this country that speak up for their liberties. At 94, she didn't give up the liberty that she has the right to uh, celebrate what what is yes a wonderful uh, a wonderful situation a wonderful thing that did happen and that's the emancipation even though it happened two years after the signing it happened and it is definitely a celebration and the whole the whole country needs to celebrate that to know so that we can move on to heal too I think that's another good reason for it to be a national holiday yeah. Feel free to chime in and say what you think about it. Uh, the um, the the thing about this, though, is that even though it it easily passed uh, the House of Representatives, uh, it uh, it's going to once it goes to the House of Representatives, then it needs to go to President Biden for his signature, and uh, that's that's going to be cool, right? I think that. This president is one, you know, and I can't really say that even President Trump may, I think that he may have even considered it because it it's a unifying idea. It's a unifying uh, solution to bringing the understanding of what happened in the past to the forefront so that we can continue to work on it. I think uh, President Trump would have signed it uh, if given the opportunity uh, just because uh, President Biden is a Democrat doesn't mean that he would would sign it just because he's a Democrat. But, you know, of course, he's been known to uh, lean towards the I think they've come to, you know, some understanding of trying to unify the country, whether, you know, no matter what person you are, you know, as far as discrimination, uh, all all genders and in types of um, thought processes and thoughts of people and their their ideals. So, you know, I think he's going to definitely sign it once it uh, gets past the the other uh, form of government. So it, she's it says that she's been working to get this signed for 40 years, a 40 year journey. Yeah. So that's that's a long time to hold up the banner of, yes, we want to have this to be a national holiday so that uh, it will unite Americans. And definitely uh, we as African-Americans are aware of it and we would come together. I've done several celebrations in Juneteenth and just to be aware of it so that, uh, you know, it just... We, we know in our in our families that that's just something that we do to remember our ancestors and the struggle. And that's something that we talk about here on obstruction of justice. As far as the struggle is concerned, there are all kinds of struggles. You know, we share even when it comes to business, there's um, a small business struggle, right? So I share uh, and I like to feature small businesses and businesses in particular, uh, small business. 
So that that gives an opportunity for them to get exposure and for people to hear about good good business uh, opportunities and good service opportunities that that's going on in the community. So it doesn't matter to me. And I think to most Americans, whether or not it's a white owned business, woman owned business or a minority owned business, I think that uh, small business is the, the unity of America and that that's what helps our economy. There's more small business and it, it's the backbone of the economy. And with the COVID situation and uh, the lockdowns and everything, the businesses getting hit, that, you know, says a lot in that, hey, you know, uh, what do we do? Are the small businesses still hanging in there? Uh, so, you know, it's important to feature small business. It's important to understand what our economy is is thriving on, uh, that it's not just the big the big. Uh, businesses. It's not the big, just the big companies that, that have been around for ever, for decades, and those that uh, have picked up new technologies and ways of doing business. And now they're, you know, it's business has changed, and how we've lived has changed. You know, it used to be where if we wanted something, we would just go to the local grocery store. Well, out here in the Oak Grove uh, community, there was another local grocery store, but it couldn't stay in business for some reason. Well, maybe it's because also that the big Walmart is across the way. But I enjoyed shopping at my small uh, grocery store. You know, the big, big Walmart is there, but maybe I didn't need to go there. I think that, you know, maybe some of the produce was better and you know, just, just different, just a variety of, if I couldn't find it at the one store, then I could go to the other. And that's kind of how I enjoyed. Plus competition is, is important when it comes to business. And if it's all about just the big businesses and everything, then, you know, we have to shop here because that's the only store that's there. Then that's kind of, kind of rough. You know, I, I, I like my variety. I like to be able to, um, I like to be able to shop around where, you know, just shop. <laughs> I don't want to have to go to this one particular store just because it's there, right? I, I want to be able to get to, to other places. And that's what small businesses offer. We don't see as many of them anymore because, you know, like I said, the big box stores are, are taking the place of small business. And it's just kind of that way. But, you know, we do feature them on obstruction of justice and we enjoy doing that. Now, another, and we talked about um, the small businesses. We talked about Juneteenth. There's another familiar term. If we've been listening uh, to the news, I know I haven't uh, been too focused on the news per se because we're all busy. You know, we ha we have to, we have to continue on and and uh, work and take care of our families and and uh, focus on what it is we're doing to for our lives and and our purpose and what we're doing so yeah you know we don't all the time have time to watch the news but there is uh something called the green line initiative yeah the green line initiative and i want to share that green line initiative and there is, um, there is the, let me go out here. There is uh, KMBC 9 News did a great story on this. And I'm going to go ahead and grab that and share that. Let's see, here we go. Green Line Initiative gift program to benefit from Give Black KC campaign. Okay, so that's what this is. And it's uh, been out here. It's out here, KMBC 9 News. Now, the Green Line Initiative is something, a uh, program that um, has, says that it will, uh, it works on reducing crime, creating jobs, keeping kids in school, and are just some of the ways the Give, K Give Black Casey campaign can help by helping fund organizations needed to create that change. 
Okay, so let's, uh, it's a short uh, piece here. Let's see, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share this. On the east side of Truston, Kansas City, home ownership is at just 38%. West of Troost, it's nearly double that. Casey's Green Line Initiative is trying to bridge that gap. Through the Green Line Initiative, we do owner financing to help those who otherwise wouldn't be able to. And so you'd be helping people realize the American dream. Green Line will benefit from funds raised through this week's Give Black KC campaign. Your donations will change lives in the urban core, creating a ripple effect. For every home that we renovate through the Green Line initiative, crime goes down on the east side of Kansas City. For every homeowner that we create, their children are more likely to graduate from high school. While Green Line is working to increase homeownership on the city's east side, the GIFT program is working to create more jobs at Black-owned businesses east of Troost. Some of the money raised in the Give Black campaign will provide grant money to help those black businesses grow. The investment in the Give Black campaign is not just uh, an investment in the Give Black campaign. It's an investment in the, the well-being of, of Kansas City and even not just the east side, you know, because if, uh, if the east side flourishes, the whole region does. Give Black KC is all about funding change where it's needed most. If you're passionate about seeing a better Kansas City, uh, this is a campaign that will, will help make that happen for the most vulnerable population of our city. All right. So that is what that's all about is the green line initiative. Uh, that is um, very hopeful, right? So this is a, another solution. We were talking about solutions to problems. Um, we know that there's uh, been blight, uh, urban blight where uh those that used to live in the urban communities and moved out south. We talked about that. But here is where there is funding and opportunities to increase home ownership. So we talked about the redlining. So that was, nah, I don't, <laughs> that's something we still need to look into because, okay, the Green Line initiative is there, but does the red line still exist? Okay, so these homes can be renovated and brought up to speed and code and then be able to be sold to the uh, those that want to purchase or buy it in the African-American communities. Well, what about those that can or would like to purchase homes outside of the community? So that's still a big question. Green Line Initiative is, is a great um a great start, uh, something to look into because as they said, home ownership, they were looking at 38% of uh, African-Americans owning their homes. That was east of Truce, where it's double that west of Truce. So we know where that red line is, right? Uh, Truce <laughs> sounds like. So yeah, that's a, a good, good positive uh, opportunity to grow the community. Most definitely, but just looking for well, what else, you know, that that's great. And then, of course, the the gift initiative, there's a gift initiative there where it gives African-American black businesses and opportunities to hire. So that's always good as well. That's a, a big plus where that helps the black owned business, but it also helps those that are being hired. So that is, is pretty exciting. I, I like that idea too. So big ups to both of those organizations that are moving forward to do uh, great things for the community. Now, this is going to be kind of short here. I, I'm kind of breezing through my information here. Now, Green Line Initiative, we talked about that. Uh, what about Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. Now we we shared with that. Those are the seven principles of of Kwanzaa here. And I'm going to share this. I'm going to share this uh, screen here. We'll share this window. Okay. So we've been talking about Kwanzaa, uh, seven principles of Kwanzaa, and I'm down to the fourth principle, U Ujama. Ujama, cooperative economics. Okay. And this is to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Okay. So this, um, this, uh, 
is the seven principles of Kwanzaa. We know that it's celebrated during the time of Christmas, uh, after the Christmas holiday. So we have the Christmas holiday. Then after the Christmas holiday between Christmas and New Year's, that's the, the days. Those are the days when we celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, some do. I've, I've taken, um, partaken and enjoyed Kwanzaa. I, I like the idea of Kwanzaa to reinforce and reiterate unity. Uh, but I, my main word, my main uh, Bible is the Bible. That's the Holy Bible. So that's where I glean and get my information from it. And, but here, this is uh, another way of, of unifying, unifying the communities. So that's, that's really what I enjoy about the Kwanzaa celebration. It's, it's unifying. Uh, the Holy Bible is there and he unifies us as well. But then this is another opportunity to reinforce unity, uh, not just within the African-American community. And I think that's super important, but it also community is community, whether it's the African-American community or the Hispanic community or the European-American communities. We're very segregated here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. You pretty much know where who lives. And that's just kind of how it is. But really, it's still next door. It's not like a community. When we look at the community, we're still the United States of America. So this is just, to me, another opportunity to where it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. You can celebrate this, uh, the Kwanzaa. You can celebrate the ideas of unity to build and maintain. It says our own stores, but even in that, okay, yes, we do have a responsibility to come together. The businesses that the gift program is supporting. So we, we did hear about that today. So the black owned businesses that the gift program is supporting by uh, supporting the, the in employees where they can hire that's a plus the different shops, uh, other businesses and, and profit from them together. That's what it's about. So even though the gift program is there, then it still needs to be where, uh, European Americans, uh, but African Americans go to shop at, at those businesses. Uh, so we'll need to find a list. We'll need to know what type of businesses are there. And it's still the same. Uh, we have featured the uh, hair salon, hair shop, uh, Mr. James Davis, entrepreneur James Davis, a great guy. And yeah, so he has a, a ethnic, uh, he focuses, he, you know, features ethnic hair and, and, you know, hair, hair um, supplies. So you can go and, and purchase your hair supplies from him uh, if you need ethnic hair supplies. And we're, we're talking about uh, not just the uh, African-Americans that use the products, but there are some uh, salon, there's some salon people that own salons, European-Americans, they, they do hair, that they, they go and purchase purchase from him as well. So it's a community, not just our community. Yes, we definitely need to support one another, but we're talking about all communities. Just as, you know, I featured um, the uh, tree service, hmm? uh, monster tree service of Lee Summit. Uh, the Kellys, they're European American, but they're small business. And even still, they're Americans. And yes, to come together and to do business with each other, um, to maintain the shops, yeah, in the communities and, and make the, all of the communities, it's good business to do business with each other. African-Americans uh, should want to circulate the dollar within the African-American community so that it stays there, so that uh, there doesn't have to be so much fundraising, because this is a fundraising effort money raised. So it's a fundraising effort, which means you got to keep giving so that there's others that can uh, have a job at these different businesses. Well, that works. But what about just making sure that the business is there? Uh, you do business with the businesses. 
that's something. Uh, now, Nia means purpose. So that's the one, two, three, four, five. Uh, the fifth principle of Kwanzaa, Nia means purpose to make our collective vocation, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Now, human beings, we are, uh, we are great. We are, because if we weren't, then the enemy wouldn't be trying to destroy us and, and then talk to each other where we talk to each other to destroy each other. So we're great because of who created us. He's the great one. And we're great uh, when we have our minds transformed by him and renewed by him, our creator, uh, the great almighty God, Jesus. Come on. So Yes, the cat is out of the bag as usual. I I am a Christian, <laughs> so we when we when we uh, allow for Him to live through us and and we become His ambassadors here on Earth, then that's where our greatness is. So the purpose that we have once we become uh, in right relationship, come in right relationship with our Creator then he shows us what our purpose is. And we, once we are well and healed in who he is and how we're to raise our children, then we can identify it because we pay attention to our children and help them along in who they're to be. So Nia means purpose. And to restore uh, people to their greatness, that's, that's the purpose, the vocation and building and development of the community, which that is a great aspiration to have, to aspire to do that because it just makes it, when the community is better, then it makes it a better city. It makes it, it, makes it a better uh, community, better town, better city, better state, uh, better uh, county, better state, better, better nation. So I think that it's just a plus all the way around. Now, I did pull some scripture. This is what I do because, like I said, my standard isn't the seven principles of Kwanzaa. We know that those principles, anything good, we can know that those principles are found in the Holy Bible. We know that. So, uh, you know, I do share in information, other information, but my standard is always going to be the Bible. And even when it comes to business, we've shared that in, in some of the past broadcasts as well. But on, on life and conduct, now the book of Proverbs is great because you're going to get all the kinds of wisdom written by King Solomon, who was the wisest man that ever lived and ever will live. Hmm. So Proverbs 22, one and two, and then verse 16. Now I am reading this out of the Amplified and it says a good name earned by honorable behavior, godly wisdom, moral courage, and personal integrity is more desirable than great riches. And favor is better than silver and gold. The rich and poor have a common bond. The Lord is the maker of them all. And that's something that once we as Americans know and accept that that common bond is that the Lord is our maker, then we can start respecting and loving each other. If you don't love me, at least respect me. And I think that with the different um, opportunities to come together and unify uh, celebrating Juneteenth on a national level, that would just, that's just going to be great. It's another day to come together in unity. Uh, verse 16, it says, he who oppresses or exploits the poor to get more for himself or who gives to the rich to gain influence and favor will only come to poverty. Wow. So how is that going to happen? I, I don't know, but it does happen and it will happen. Why? Because the Bible says it happens. Now, you know, it might not happen right away. There might be a generation that will get away with it and oppress and exploit the poor and and uh, just to get more for himself. Uh, that, that's just not cool. That's not even good business. 
And we know that there are businesses that are no longer in business because they want to exploit and not do good business. They want to steal, do things underhandedly. Uh, oh my goodness, we can we can go down the line on some of these businesses. So you know that's just something that that can happen. So let's look at uh, at uh, the First Corinthians chapter one. And verse 10. Okay, I'm going to go there and I have this here posted. So it says, I urge you, believers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in full agreement in what you say and that there be no divisions or factions among you, but that you be perfectly united in your way of thinking and in your judgment about matters of faith. So, of course, we know that this scripture is about matters of faith. Now, one thing about it is that there's so much division. We talked about, I just shared, hey, how much division it is in the greater Kansas City area when it comes to the different communities, the European American communities, African American communities, Hispanic communities, um, you know, Asian communities. I mean, you can kind of tell what's going on around, but it's even the same way, the segregation when it comes to the churches. So, you know, that's that's not the way that uh, successful, a successful church is going to be. You know, we need to come together and unite like never before. And uh, this is Paul writing to the Corinthians and the letter to the Corinthians uh, that uh, you be in full agreement and that there's no divisions or factions. So that's going to be a time. And I think that we're kind of headed in that direction. There's uh, a lot of good solutions that are coming up when it comes to financial and and building up the black communities and use black businesses and giving giving finances and resources so that uh, people can get jobs in the the stores and in the black businesses, the shops and everything. That's great. And I think that's still necessary, but there's still a lot that's going on in this country that is causing division and uh, it, it may not get solved. I don't think it's going to get solved with just the um, little to nothings. And so everything that we do try and everything that we come together to do together, I think is more of um, a better solution than uh, united. We stand huh? divided. We fall. That's why we call it, call ourselves, I believe, huh? I would think the United States, the United States of America. So I think that's cool. That is cool. Well, uh, today was kind of a short day and I am, I am done. I am finished. Yes. And, you know, just to know that there's still a lot going on in this country uh, with our finances, the, the, the debt that uh, has been accumulated. And, you know, it's like the elephant in the room and how there's just this big balancing act to uh, maintain the dollar system or structure the way it is. And then those that are, aren't certain if there's going to be inflation or deflation, just so many questions. Uh, the COVID, how it's, uh, you know, you hear the newsreels, how it's getting bad here, it's getting worse, it's picking up again, and whether or not um, the the vaccine is safe, and even for children and those that are have been found to have passed from taking the va vaccine. There's so much, there's so much. But I will say that getting in that Holy Bible that's going to get you the stability there and to work together as a community to embrace and to listen and be open-minded about what's going on so that you can be able to share your thoughts about it and then come to an understanding, a resolution of getting along and making, uh, making things better. Uh, so that's, I, I think that's what it's all about. <laughs> And I'm pretty excited about it. There's some good, great things coming up here. Uh, there is a um, a uh, advanced Microsoft Excel class that's coming up with ASBNC training and consulting. 
in the next few weeks. So be sure to sign up for that. And these classes, if you have something in particular that you're needing to do to accomplish, one thing about the classes that we have at ASBNC training and consulting is that it's about a skill focus. So maybe there's something particular that you're needing to do on your job with an application, uh, but you don't want to take all these courses to try to, to learn to figure it out. But maybe the skill focus point is something that will help you. Well, that's what we do. So just we'll we'll even do an analysis before the class so that we make sure that your question is answered and that the process that you need to learn is going to be covered. And we, you know, we don't just drop you. So, you know, you take the class and you're you're uh you, that's it. You know, you, we get a chance to build a relationship with you so that you can continue on. And if you have any other questions, if you're needing other training, then uh, you would choose us as your preferred uh, training facility, your preferred training company at ASBNC Training and Consulting. Well, it's been great. It has been wonderful. And um, I will uh, just say take care. And if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Justice now. Justice now. Justice now.